The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The volume. It's Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there's no better place to get in on that action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Why? Well, let me tell you. Okay, first off, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? FanDuel always has these great exclusive offers where you can get juice, win a little more. Uh, when you win, you'll get paid fast, no waiting, no BS. And they got a ton of ways to play, man. Spread, money line over, unders, totals, props, same game, parlays, everything. Live betting. If you get to the show late, it doesn't matter. Just live bet it. They also have the teasingly vague same game parlay. Plus, I don't think it's a streaming service, but there's only one way to find out. It's by downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app today, promo code SNAPS, and make every moment more this football season. Must be 21 and present in select states only. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Arizona, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700. Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net. West Virginia. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in to a little Snaps After Dark. What the fuck was that play call? Oh, my God, dude. What? Uh, shout out if you're hanging out with us here. Like, we just finished watching the Texas A&M Alabama game. I mean, Aaron Murray, Jimbo had salvation staring him in the face. Oh. 
despite all the shit he has had to eat this year, despite all the bad, his golden ticket to happiness was right there in front of him. It was floating in front of him. All he had to do was grab it. Aaron, you're a quarterback, an SEC record-holding quarterback, diminishing amount of records, which we'll get to, but an SEC (laughs) record-holding quarterback – how in the world? What was that like? Like what was that call? I, I don't understand. Help, help me understand. I, I think the call. I mean, first off, too, you, Saban gave you a, a somewhat of a gift. He called the timeout, so you had opportunity to to regroup, figure out what is my best play. What am I going to call as a mastermind offensive guy that was brought in and given all this money to be this 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 guy that's going to take out A you know, and M to the next level, especially on offense. And we've we've talked about the struggles outside the football, and your play to beat Bama, the number one team in the country, was a essentially a one on one hitch comeback route on the outside. So yes, your best receiver, I get it. You want to get Stewart the football, but get creative, man. Do something Give that gives you like different options. You're just saying, hey man, it's one on one, and this guy's gonna have to make a play, and that's it. That's all. That's all we're gonna give you, and. I just I hate it, man. Of all of him running through his playbook and trying to figure out what the hell he's gonna call, that's the best you got. It ain't good enough. And now uh, his record is worse than Kevin Sumlin through his first five years as the A and M coach, and kind of deserves that for that play call. I mean, just absolutely brutal because this was a game where I'd already kind of started to write the story in about the third quarter, right? I'm like, you know, for yeah. what it's worth. A&M acquitted themselves pretty well, right? But in the end, like Bryce Young or no Bryce Young, Alabama is just too strong. But the problem is this Alabama team is a bit more flawed in a few more ways than uh, I have maybe given credit for. And I think it's more obvious now than ever that Bryce Young really masks a lot of these flaws. And, 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 And they open the door for you, the missed field goals, some uncharacteristic mistakes, and then obviously the absence of Bryce Young. Like, in my head, I never really thought that A&M had a chance of winning this game until you look up and say, like, oh, wait, no, they 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 do. And then all of a sudden you look up, and they're at the two-yard line, one play to win yep. it. Jimbo, everything you've been looking for, everything you need to quiet all the noise to make the uh... fan base happy, to give you that extra room, it's all six feet away. Yep. Six feet away, and you throw a hitch on the outside with a guy who's not that accurate. Like it's just, it's um, that's that's well, mind-boggling. That, I will say one thing though. I will say one thing. You you bring up you know how good is Alabama, and and we kind of question them early on the season, and and they've they've improved. And you can kind of say that okay, they've improved because their schedule's gotten a little bit easier. But if Bryce is playing quarterback tonight, this game is not even close. Like you know, yeah, Jalen Milrow. He ran the ball great. You know, at times he was he was electric running the football, but three turnovers. You know, the the two fumbles that turned into 14 points for AM, the interception there. Um, McClellan, who's play, had a great season, had the fumble as well, too. Like those mistakes don't happen if your your returning Heisman quarterback is is yeah. playing in this football game. I think Alabama was clearly the better football team. Uh, and if he's playing right now, I think they, I think they probably would have covered that spread, that 24, 24 and a half point spread. I think they covered it. Those turnovers are what kept kept A and M alive. And um, but still, I mean, we're talking about Jimbo having the opportunity to 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 get some of this heat off his back. 
you know, from from the fine ball caller that we talked about this week, who's who said what he said to people, obviously genuinely upset that he's getting paid ninety million dollars to suck at offense and to and to essentially not be getting any better with all the talent that he's amassed, not just this past year in the recruiting class, but for the past few years. And 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 where is all that talent? Why is it not showing up on the football field, especially on the offensive side? And, and kind of the area of his expertise. So this was his opportunity to shut up a lot of critics back-to-back years. Hey, man, we may not be yeah. the team that's going to be in the playoffs, but damn it, at least we're being Nick Saban in Alabama. And you can, you, you, you can make a lot of people happy in the SEC yes. by at least beating Nick Saban. And now all of a sudden you look at them dropping to, to what, three and three? And yeah. I don't know, man. This is this is, this is – there's going to be some some even angrier phone callers on uh, on fine ball this well, week. I'm interested to see what, it, what some of them say. It's a bit of an odd situation here, right? Because I agree with you. Like it's it's odd. Like like what what are your what are the actual takeaways from this game? And, and why I say it's odd is because I don't know, like you, Aaron, that I have any actual alabama takeaways um yes like i said i think look when you're when your kicker is missing big field goals like that uh that is an element that can carry forward to the biggest yep. games of the season when you're allowing an awful offense to have as much success in a big time situation as a and m did getting down to the two yard line uh that is maybe something that could carry forward for alabama but the bottom line is you can't really judge Bama too much for this game for exactly what you said uh it, you are a night and day different team when you do not have your Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. And guess what? That applies to any team. That is not unique to Alabama. Like, how many people could lose uh, their number one all-star Heisman quarterback and still be good? So, like, if I'm a Bama fan, be happy that you got out of here. Now, we're going to talk a ton of Bama Tennessee coming up this week because it's going to be absolutely fucking Whoa. fantastic. And I'm excited to talk Tennessee. But if I'm a BAM fan, yep. be happy you got out here with a win because you are much better than you looked tonight. And it's weird because it should almost be a moral victory for AM. And it would be had they performed the rest of the season. But now, especially with how it ended, it's just the latest disappointment in a strings, in a string of disappointments. Well, I think the big issue now with with and, and going back to Bama real quick is the fact that the, the, they're too close games this year the ones that they, they they could have lost you know versus texas what happened man they they got uh they got beat up a little bit when it came to the passing game especially when quinn ewers was in there like they were throwing the ball deep and now all of a sudden versus a m tonight you have 253 passing yards to an offense that has had no success throwing the football a team that yeah. has essentially one receiver that's a freshman evan stewart a quarterback with some of the worst mechanics i've ever seen that that can barely throw <laughs> football uh i mean it, it's it's god awful and now all of a sudden we turn around after this game tonight and face one of the best passing attacks in the country in Tennessee next weekend. I'm not saying upset T Bob, but I mean, oh no, no, no. let's. It, 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 there's some there's some glaring issues with Alabama right now. One, they can't stop the pass. Two, I still question their receivers. They they made some plays tonight um, throughout the game, and you saw some speed, you saw some explosion, but. It's still an it's it's still a good offense, not an elite offense. And is this team in a, a playoff caliber team? I still think it is. Like that D line's nasty, that front seven's nasty, Bryce Young's nasty, Jameer Gibbs is a freaking stud. Like they have the yeah. pieces to make it to a natty. 
but they, there's also some weaknesses there where I, I would not be surprised if they drop a game this season. Brum, put the tweet back up there, dude. I know in your producer heart that there is nothing that you love more than putting a Johnny Manziel tweet on the screen. Johnny. Let's go. Johnny football chicken in every single practice. You have a goal line period and practice those type of situations. That's a joke mm. of an ending for the Aggies. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think Johnny kind of speaks for everybody. Okay. So, okay. Uh, again, it, to me, the story of this game is it was supposed to be a funeral. Texas A&M jumped out of the casket, said surprise motherfucker and made it into a street fight. But in the end, Bama, escapes and i'm not sure that this game will matter at the end of the year to anything uh as um well again with it with 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 yeah. bryce young your two different teams but but bama does feel fallible okay against the best teams georgia has looked fallible Ooh. this season yep. ohio state continues to just sail through the big 10 like they do every year it's just fucking so smooth and so easy and nobody's any good or can keep up with them do we see a change on monday aaron is ohio state going to be number one in the next ap top 25. well i told you last week i thought i thought ohio state should be number one in in the latest ap poll uh and and listen they haven't really been challenged this year michigan state is is horrendous you know wisconsin just fired their coach last week uh, Notre Dame is 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 average football team this year. Did Notre Dame actually win today? Um, uh, I think regardless, they were yeah, they By the way, if you saw my reaction a little bit ago, FSU was down to driving in field goal range, and Jordan Travis threw an awful pick. NC oh. State escapes nineteen seventeen winners over the Seminoles. So so Notre Dame um, Notre Dame's won three in a row, which which makes that yeah. win for Ohio State look better from for week True. one, but. You know, my big test, you know, I, I brought it up this past week on snaps. is like, hey, they play at Penn State on the 29th. Like, that's going to be a hell of a test. But, yeah, as of right now, when you look at Ohio State and C.J. Stroud and that defense and knowing that, like, Jackson Smith and Jigba has, has, has really not played this entire season and they've looked the part, then, yeah. And and, and you can say Georgia also and, – and, and, listen, I'm going to dog on my dogs a little bit here – Georgia's Dog looked bad against again. bad teams too. <laughs> like Georgia for the past three weeks has played scrubs in, the, in, in games they should have dominated. And yeah, they dominated today, but it really wasn't in – it didn't feel like a domination for the majority of the game. Ohio State's doing what they need to do against lesser opponents, and they look the part of a number one team. So yeah. you know, kind of how yeah. I would view it right now is I would put Ohio State at one. I'd still put Alabama at two, knowing that this game probably would have been a lot different had Bryce Young been the starting quarterback. And then I put Georgia at three, Clemson uh, there at four right behind them. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, 
are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Aaron, did you already know? I am the proud owner of not one, but two murdered out minivans. Black on black on black. You know, we just had the second kid, so we need a little bit something bigger to yeah. get the kids and the dogs around T-Bob, so you got to sell me a little bit more. Bro, I'm telling you, dude, they're incredible. I mean, the 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 amount of room that you have for activities will blow your mind. You've never experienced anything like it. Plus, you've never felt the true joy that comes from ultimate convenience until you have sliding doors with kids in a busy parking lot. Okay. Like you never bump any other cars. They're amazing. There's like ways to open the door and the keys. It's like, I can open my doors in 18 different ways and they slide. The only thing that feels better is not paying a car note. How do you not pay a car note? You extend the life of your vehicle. And that's where eBay motors comes into play. Yeah, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look, guys, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Will the parts you need at the prices you want? It's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Uh, okay, so uh, look, let's let's move on from Alabama A&M. Um, again, I could not find a win on the board today. Kansas almost gets it done, losing Jan the Amsegra. End up one and or zero two and one on best bets. Overall awful. Of course, I took a little money line play live on AM thinking, ooh, ooh, let's just let's just chase some losses, get a little back today. And because everything went wrong today, it still went wrong. Uh one thing, Aaron, uh, that uh we maybe mm. did get right is we told you that if Quinn Ewers played, uh ooh. we were gonna play Texas. Now that said. I don't know exactly that I expected it to be 49 to zero. And because this is how we approach these conversations, Aaron, 
in this huge game for both of these teams. They prepared to leave the friendly climbs of Big 12, move into the SEC. Did this game, Texas 4-9, Oklahoma 0, did this say more about the Longhorns or more about the Sooners to you? I told you, man, you didn't believe me, but I told you if there's a team that I believe in, it's it's Texas going forward, and you brought all these incredible stats about Oklahoma and their Heisman Trophy winners and their conference champions and this and the other. Oh, yeah, the br- I don't care. The brand of Texas is bigger than the brand of Oklahoma and, and the way they're recruiting right now and the money that's going to be coming in through NIL is just bigger, it's better, and they're going to be in a position to, to, to be – more, I would say more successful earlier on when they do make the jump into the SEC. And today was a huge step. I mean, the name of the game is recruiting. And when you can win your biggest rivalry the way you won today, that is a huge boost for Sark and that football team who's already yeah. on fire right now after getting the, the, you know, the Manning a couple months ago. So um, I, say, I think this says a lot about both teams. I think it says a, a lot about Texas and Quinn Ewers in the direction of this football team, the excitement around the offense. And also, once again, goes to the, the issues that Oklahoma has. They, they, they're, they're lacking on offense. And defensively, we thought that with this new coaching staff that you would see much better improvement, especially as the season progresses. And they're getting worse on defense. And, and, yeah. and that's scary, man. Like, you're going in the completely <laughs> wrong direction. That was an embarrassing loss. I know you didn't have your starting quarterback. Uh, Davis looked bad last week when he came in. He looked even worse today when he came in there. So uh, I'm worried about Oklahoma, but Texas right now, we talk about a team that's playing with some confidence with Quinn back at quarterback. This is a team that that may be the best team in the Big 12. Look, okay, okay, so that's funny that you said that, right? Because that's kind of where I ended up on the Texas side of the equation here. Like, what a statement. Like, all of a sudden, uh, they feel like a team in a Big 12 that still doesn't have a superpower, though I love how Oklahoma handled Texas Tech today. It's kind of ended up about what we expected there, an offensive shootout where, in the end, Oklahoma State's is a bit tighter than Tech is. But, like, with Quinn Ewers at quarterback, I'm not going to – the same way that I'm going to give Bama a pass for this because they didn't have Bryce Young, right? I'm going to give Texas a bit of a pass for that Texas Tech loss with no Quinn Ewers because Quinn Ewers makes all the difference here, Aaron. And he is a guy who maybe the best thing you could say about him and why I felt so confident in him coming into this game is that he loves the big stage. Look at what mm-hmm. he, how he came out in that Alabama game, so comfortable, throwing it down the field, aggressive, taking shots. Here he is, State Fair, packed house, the biggest game on the schedule each season, and he just looked like it was easy, dude. Like, he looks pretty unflappable. And it's kind of interesting because when yep. I asked LSU coaches all summer long, who's going to be the LSU quarterback, right? Who's going to be the LSU quarterback? The thing that they constantly said was like, okay, whoever can handle the pressure of being the LSU quarterback. Well, Quinn Ewers can handle the pressure of being the Texas quarterback. And so, yeah, Texas now um, feels fully back alive in the Big 12 race. It's so funny how quickly things can change in college football. But really, Aaron, to me, the more interesting thing is Oklahoma. It's three losses for Oklahoma in a row. They are not a good football team. You get beat by Kansas State, who was in a dogfight with Iowa State. I'm not sure who ended up winning the game. You lose Kansas State. You lose to TCU. Lose forty nine to zero to Texas, and talk about the best team in the Big Twelve. Aaron is Oklahoma the worst team in the Big Twelve? Hey, maybe, 
And like you, you, you may be laughing, but like actually fucking think about it. If you're in the chat and you're laughing right now, okay, sure. Cause right now they're zero and three, they're literally at the bottom of the standings and, yep. and you can say, well, they play the best teams and, and then fine, fine. But who would you say is 100% worse than OU right now? I'll give you West Virginia, but, but I mean, TCU, Oklahoma state, Kansas state, Kansas, Texas, Baylor, Texas tech, all of these teams are better. Iowa state and West Virginia, maybe. And to me, Aaron, what that really drives home, if you're an Oklahoma Sooner fan and you haven't experienced a lot of pain your entire life, all you've done is won. Like, yeah, you've lost big games, but you've won consistently. How? What an awful time to be an OU fan. Think about it. You had a transcendent coach that you were dating. You were in love with him. He left you by choice. You did not force him out. He did not retire because of age. He left you. For the hotter, younger, more wealthy girl. And then you try to convince yourself that you are better off without him, right? You got a you, you got a new man. And look, he may not be as hot or as sexy as the old guy, but you know what he is? He's solid. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. And guess what? You told yourself, oh, my old BF, his success. Well, that was just a byproduct of me, right? That was a byproduct of dating somebody as wonderful as me. This new guy is going to be even better. Only now, none of those lies that you told yourself have come to pass. Unfortunately, your old BF is more successful than ever. He's out here getting all the tabloids and the headlines and everybody talking about what a hot couple they are and just loving him and all their success. And you with your new nice guy. Yeah, great. He's nice. He's solid, but he's boring and he sucks in bed. And guess what? You're locked up with him for a while. Okay. That's why you got to be careful when rebounding from a, from a long-term relationship. And if you're an OU fan Mm -hmm. right now, you got to be feeling like absolute shit. And I feel badly for you. I get it. And you say, T-Bob, you got your ass kicked by Tennessee today. Fair. We're about to talk about that. But just a um, brutal day to be a Sooner, dude. No, it's bad. Well, especially because USC, USC is 6-0 and right now. Caleb Williams had, had, had a good day at the park. Uh, we'll see if they're the receiver who uh, is out or not going forward. But it's 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 mm. – it's not the year to not to be good either, because the problem is your conference is really damn good. So you, you look at their schedule going forward right now. And that's a good point too, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I think that's the hard part, is like you're seeing success. It's not like there's one or two teams like, yeah, Oklahoma State's playing well, or, or TCU's playing well. Like, no, everyone in the Big 12 is playing well right now, besides you and <laughs> West Virginia and I guess Iowa State who had a hell of a game still lost tonight to, to Kansas State but you know lost 10 to 9 like you look at their schedule going forward like you know Kansas had a great game today and, and we'll see the health of their quarterback going forward but you know that's a game that right now I, I would not be surprised if Kansas is favorite so you're this big yep. bag Oklahoma going into next week's game against Kansas maybe as the underdog, I don't know what the line is right now or not, but there's a good chance that it's going to be either a close one or you may be a dog in that one. I would think you're going to be a dog at, at Iowa State. That's a tough place to play. Baylor's a better football team. Oklahoma State's a better football team. And shoot, Texas Tech today, you know, they they, they played Oklahoma State extremely hard with their third-string quarterback, for goodness sakes. Um, so, man, you see maybe two wins on the schedule that are two games where you're not going to be favored. Like this was not the year to suck if no. you're Oklahoma because you are falling <laughs> way behind in the Big Twelve right now. 
Oh man. And again, it just, dude, you never look, let's be honest. Nobody ever wants their ex to have success. Maybe unless you're an adult and you left on like just a super positive note, but it was a toxic ending. And Oklahoma fans told themselves a lot of lies during the off season. And, uh, confronting those lies is always brutal and look i i should know i tell myself lies about lsu every single week now now to be fair this game aaron i do not think even though fanduel keeps make i I know why fanduel does it they keep wanting me to do these same game lsu parlays because they know i can't put out a same game parlay that will shit on lsu like i cannot do it my own like following will eat me alive i just can't do it right so i have to keep putting out these sunshine puppy parlays and they know that any sucker who follows me it's just money in their pockets okay so they keep doing this to me but i don't feel like i ever fully believed in lsu this week like i i think Uh. the only thing that i was kind of maybe taking some heart in is that vegas had the line being so close so even though Mm -hmm. i may not have thought like i consistently chose tennessee to win the game but i did not expect Tennessee to win 40 to 13. And I want to be clear about this. I do not want to approach this being an egocentric LSU fan, because to me, this game is more about Tennessee and what they did than what LSU didn't do. Like the story of this game should be a top 10 Tennessee team going into a hostile environment and absolutely dominating every single aspect of the game, the trenches, skill positions, offense, defense, special teams, you name it, Tennessee dominate, and they deserve their laurels. And what's crazy is, I mean, I was so scared of Hinton Hooker coming in. I'm even more scared of Hinton Hooker coming out because every single mistake, Aaron, that LSU made today was a direct Mm -hmm. result of the omnipresent pressure that Hinden Hooker in this Tennessee offense puts on you, right? Uh, why didn't LSU defer to the second half, which is so fucking stupid. I have no idea. Why didn't they do it? Because they're afraid of Tennessee's offense. Why did yep. they go for it on fourth down three times in the first half in bad questionable positions? Because they were scared of the Tennessee offense. Why did LSU only have 55 rush yards? Because Tennessee's got a really good rush defense, and they were desperately trying to keep pace through throwing the ball yep. With Tennessee's offense, and it's crazy because, like, you're going to look at Hook. If you didn't watch this LSU game, you're going to look at Hooker stats, and you're going to say, oh, 17 and 27, 239, two touchdowns, 10 carries, 59 yards. Solid game. Not great. But what you're missing there is his control and influence on a game is it's it's gravitational. He is the sun, and every other player on the field is rotating around him when he is out there. And so like, that's why they ran for 263 yards. Okay. On a team that's been pretty good against the run because Hendon Hooker, because the threat, the amount of defensive resources committed to stopping him. That's why they went three of three on fourth down where one's him scrambling, one's a shovel pass, one's a short run. Like he just controls every single aspect of the game when he's on the field and when he's off the field because of his implied threat he continues to throw the best deep ball in all of college football like hen and hooker take a fucking bow man that he that 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 offense is incredible no we i mean we were we're trying to figure out who's who's going to be in that heisman category who's that heisman talk i mean if hen and hooker is not in it he needs to be in everyone's poll right now i mean he's a probably top two three guy at the moment no doubt about it uh and he's doing it right now without his best receiver. I mean, that's that's to me, that's the yeah. scary part about this Tennessee offense. For the past two weeks, they have done it without their number one guy on the outside, and they're getting guys that continue to step up. But 
I'll put more on 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 Hendon's shoulders. Like Hendon is not afraid to to spread the love. You know, with Cedric Tillman out, Jalen stepping up, Hyatt's having a tremendous job. Brew McCoy's making plays, Keen's making plays. You know, you saw Jabari Small have a great game running the football. I don't know how you slow down this offense right now. It, it, the, the, the tempo, the speed, Hendon's ability to run, his, his, his eagerness to take care of the football, not put into harm's way. This is a team right now that is playing better than, than, than a, most teams in the country, and that's why, obviously, they deserve that number eight spot. I would not be surprised if they move yeah. up after this weekend based on that performance and why I kind of feel really good about them heading into this weekend versus Alabama. You know, I, 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 I think Bryce will play. I think that the goal was, hey, man, we, we believe we can win this game versus A&M without our Heisman winning trophy quarterback. Let's get him rested knowing that this game against Tennessee next week is going to be a shootout. Yeah. RDBs, yeah. once again, like we talked about at the end of the show, that is the weak point of this defense. Like, yeah, we can get after it with Will Anderson and, you know, number 15 on the outside. Like, our D-line is, is tremendous, but can we hold up against – those receivers at Tennessee, can we hold up with Hennon Hooker and his great deep balls that you allude to over and over again? Yeah, We better be ready to go. So I, I love this game next week. I'm not going to say it right now. I'm going I'm to study my ass off and make sure that I'm, I'm ready to go when we make our picks come <laughs> into next week. But this is going to be a hell of a football game there in Knoxville. Like if you're in Knoxville, strap up, man. Like this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. So and if he wins it, like if Tennessee wins and Hendon goes off and throws like two or three touchdowns, he will leave every he will leave CJ Stroud and everyone else in the dust when it comes to Heisman Trophy talk. So, so it's it, it is a bit interesting. The only thing I worry about when it comes to Heisman with Hooker, and I agree with you, beating Alabama will probably launch him to the four. It, it it is the thing though where his stats are not as just like high volume, overwhelming, right? So I hope that. What? What are you well, compared at? to a CJ Stroud, I mean, compared to a CJ Stroud, look at the numbers. They're not, dude. He had eight touchdowns coming in today, so he is ten now. Like, they're not at a Will Rogers, CJ Stroud, like no, you know, Timmy not. Chang sort of level. Yes. I hope that the Heisman uh, committee, if he were to go out and beat Alabama, I just, I just hope that they take these things into account, like, like the actual effect that he has on the game. Um, from the LSU perspective, Hal Jubin says, "Team up, I don't want to get you off track, but do you think LSU bounces back uh, next Saturday beats Florida?" Look. From the LSU perspective, this is the type of year that you are in. Um, nothing is going to come easy this year. Every game is going to be a battle. Um, you can take heart in that I don't think that you will look as bad as you did today again, most likely. But mm -hmm. on the same hand, I don't think you're probably going to look as good as you did against Mississippi State again this year. You are volatile, and you are thin, and you are young, which comes with its own volatility and i'm not look i still believe in kelly i'm not worried about personnel wise the future uh, i think they'll recruit well i think they'll get that right what makes me a bit frustrated today well first off within this year i felt like this is the first time there was real regression some of the same mistakes we made again but what really sucked today i was watching the game at don Juan cigar bar where we do our post game show from my buddy chase is hanging out with me and he hit the fucking nail on the head he just said dude watching these offenses right now yeah from a philosophy standpoint is so depressing it felt like lsu was driving a ford pinto and hypels out there in like a lamborghini like 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 it's just mm. lsu felt so old and and boring and almost jimbo like whereas yeah. everything hypel did felt so 
cutting edge and threatening and just like you were on your back heels the entire time where it's just it's and and and, and Denbrock does kind of run a bit of an older system they say they have to have a tight end in the game right and so that feels a bit limiting in some disappointing ways because I feel like it's an offense that Denbrock's that is going to be more talent dependent than some of the yep. other elite offices that you're seeing right now. Like, why was Heupel's offense created? Why was the air raid created? Uh, these were created to mask some talent deficiencies. You don't have to be great on the O line to run the air raid, or, or you got to I mean yep. you have a quarterback, right? But like, so it's just that well, is probably it, think, the most I think, upsetting. I think part. Another good example, T. Bob, is is Kentucky. I mean, look at Kentucky's offense. Yeah, it is just. Yeah. It's static. It's blah. They use the entire like they take pride in the fact that we're super pro style and we're gonna use every second of the play clock and we're gonna just run the football and pound it out and it's boring as hell to watch. And what's the strength of their team? I mean, Rodriguez is back and they look good and powerful tonight running the football, but they're not putting points on the board because they're not creating any sort of explosion explosive plays on the outside. And they got damn good receivers. And and I do yeah. think Will Levis is a good quarterback. But they're not playing to that strength. They're playing old school mentality football, and that just doesn't work in this age. This is an age of you better create explosive plays. You better find ways to get the ball into your playmakers' hands, and and they're not willing to do that. And it bit them in the Crazy. ass tonight versus for South Carolina. Uh, and 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 you can blame the fact that Will Levis wasn't out there on that. But I don't think the backup quarterback looked that bad. They just didn't find ways to just get the ball to the outside, take some shots, go up tempo really dictate the speed to South Carolina. That's what South Carolina did against Kentucky. They they dictated the speed. They changed it up over and over again and was able to create some plays. I thought their quarterback had his best game of the season as well. So, yeah, man, this is if you run your the old school offense where you just want to line up and think you can you can run traditional route concepts without motions and shifts, without without mixing up tempo, you're going to be in freaking trouble. We're seeing it over and over again. You gotta evolve as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, dude. And 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 that's why it feels that that is that is the shittiest feeling I think for LSU fans yep. today is you just felt so old, and then this hot young thing came walking through. Uh, speaking of, there's a lot of chat in the chat right now that Lindsey Pellis may be at a local bar here in Baton Rouge radio bar. If that is the case. Uh, one of our producers on this show, Danny Cardenas, has always been a massive Lindsey Pellis fan. So, Danny, I hope that's true, and I hope that you finally get to talk to her. Um, we will, we we will see. Uh, I, I also, look forward also, to hearing the report. I also have to let everyone know that I have bad allergies. I was outside all day. That's on my <laughs> right eye. Red. Okay, just just want to clear the air right now. <laughs> just gonna throw it out there. I know it's a little scary. <laughs> But the allergies got to your boy a little bit today. That's all. I, thought, dude, I, didn't, I, was with I didn't know we had, I I thought we had maybe like family, for goodness sakes. I was with my pregnant <laughs> wife and mom and dad. Like, come on. Uh, let's, let's dude, take, I thought maybe, I thought maybe we had like. Casey Tealy in the chat over here with this nonsense. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe we had. <laughs> yeah, bro. I thought maybe, it actually doesn't look as funny zoomed in. Uh, I, I, I yeah, thought maybe we had like a Bob Costas. Man, damn. I thought we had like a Bob Costas type situation going on. Uh, okay, well that's good. No, no pink eye for Aaron. Um, uh, okay, okay, I, and 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 I know that's kind of all the games that we're breaking down today. Uh, I do I do want to mention a couple of things here. 
Um, the Terminator. I will take that. Z, Z Lynn. The Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator is pretty good. I will, I will take the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. If you're ever going to say weird things in the chat, snaps, snaps after dark is a great way or a great place to yeah. say uh, weird things in the chat. Uh, who is Lindsay Pellis? <laughs> Lindsay Pellis is one of the original Insta girls. Mm. I would say she was like very ahead of the curve when it comes to the mm-hmm. thought game and uh she's a louisiana girl as well how about that um aaron congratulations to you um oh, because you had an incredible way, yes. well 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 i'm gonna say this um well yeah no georgia covered dude. good good on them i know you're probably pissed about it because they kind of looked a little frustrating and still managed to cover despite yeah. the, the the bet uh opposite but um you had a record broken today and and i want to mm. say something on this uh congrats to will rogers he broke aaron murray's yeah. sec completion record but like with all the aaron judge talk in the air you know everybody's talking about asterisks on barry bonds and the roid bros how about we put an asterisk on will rogers and the raid bros okay i mean it's like what is it? the the air raid that, that that's not really that's not the same like your completions were harder earned than will rogers like what if every time instead of handing the ball off you just threw it three yards like you, you okay we, we could have stacked completions as well dude so if we're putting asterisks on bonds and sosa and mcguire let's throw an asterisk on will rogers and mike leach in mississippi state okay congrats, this, congrats I know how many i'm not appreciating i'm not appreciating the record in the same way that i did yours I want to know. Listen, and I have nothing. It's I, I think he's a tremendous. I've been a big fan of Will Rogers since he took over a couple of years ago. But I do want to know, like, how many of those completions are within five yards of the line of scrimmage? Exactly, dude. Exactly, dude. He just extended I mean, handoffs half uh, the time, dude. It is. Yeah, it's always man. the handoff. I mean, I would have uh, loved to just throw swing passes to Todd Gurley out of the backfield and see what. Yeah, happens. Exactly, dude. Wait, what the fuck, Stephen Jackson? What happened to the Trojans? Hold on. Let's see what you mean. The Trojans won. Okay, okay, okay. Trojans, okay, Trojans yeah. rolled. There we go. Okay. Whew, 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 what was the spread on that game? 30 to 14. I think they covered. Yeah, yeah. They were 12 and a half. So they, they ended up uh cover city, baby. Let's go. Hey, how about Trojans speaking of get, speaking, speaking of, of, of California, how about them UCLA Bruins, Ooh, baby? Bro, they finally we told you did those yeah, Bruins we did. We are did. physical. Yeah. Physical yeah, football team. They got to go to Oregon next week. That's gonna be a hell of a football game. Because Oregon's kicking some butt right now. Uh, I think they're, what's the score versus them versus Arizona? They're up 49-22 against Arizona. It's Arizona, but still, that's going to be a 5-1 okay. Oregon team hosting a 6-0 UCLA team. Oh, dude, why can't, like, it's gonna be a great why game. does every fucking bet go wrong that I choose for best bets and every bet that I do not goes right? It's unbelievable, dude. I just need, oh, fuck! Whatever. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, by the way, nobody who's had the UCLA game still. Uh, it's 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 awful. It's it's just it's absolutely awful. And who's you have, the best? Like, hey, who's two... the best team? Who's the best team in the Pac-12 right now? I think it's UCLA. Uh, I'm going UCLA. They're the most complete team in the Pac-12 right now. They're I think you're right, defense. but I, I they can run the football and and their quarterback's playing out of his mind right now. I can't give I can't give Jacob Hester the fucking I I I I can't give him the pleasure. He hates USC so much, and he keeps trying to audible and find a new team to take over SC, right? And UCLA is the latest challenger. Uh, yeah, I I 
Oh, I need to watch more UCLA f- a, a film before I before I make a final call. But I think you're probably right. I just hate yeah. that you're probably right because, as we all know, we are petite Trojan boys, um, boys, and not just a brown nose to our Papa Colin Cowherd. Okay, no, we just arrived here organically. Um, yeah, Daniel Basham, Oxford Dictionary defines irony as T. Bob's betting. Yeah, it's it was a rough day, boys. Okay, it was a rough day. The vibes were immaculate early on in Baton Rouge. Okay, got to see some of the fellas at the tailgate for a bit. Weather was absolutely spectacular. And then you fumble the fucking kickoff because you don't defer to the second half. Why in the world did you not defer? Not that it matters, but it's just like a red flag from a coaching standpoint. All right. All right. Aaron, anything else to add uh, on uh, today's action? Um, Anything you want to mention before you head out of here? Mm, man it was it was the day of backup quarterbacks i'll tell you that i felt like every game i was watching there was backup quarterbacks yeah. playing and uh it got ugly at times for a lot of these guys but you know you better have a backup as we're seeing right now because a lot of these teams if, if qb1 goes down you better freaking worry a little bit um, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of these teams do not have someone that's ready to go in the wings i mean how many backups no, do you I... see today i mean kansas had to go to their backup uh nc state had to go to their backup Kentucky played with their backup. Uh, Texas Tech had their third-string quarterback in there. I mean, Alabama had their backup. A&M had their backup quarterback in. Auburn Damn. played with their third-string quarterback. A lot of backup quarterbacks today. And and I would say most of them lost the football game. Uh, Christy Evans says Tennessee looked awesome today. Yes, and, and let's be clear. I know yep. I am an LSU guy, and so – you know, I tend to approach things from that perspective, but this is more about Tennessee. And I am hyped to watch this Tennessee-Bama game next week, and uh, I will be rooting on the Vols. To, could, because they're like yeah. Alabama fans still have an irrational hate for Tennessee. Like, considering they beat him like 18 years in a row or whatever it is, like, they still feel threatened about him. All my Bama friends still, like, go out of their way to, like, talk shit about Tennessee and their uniforms and everything. Them losing to Tennessee would make Alabama fans so mad it would make my year. So, and look, and it looks like they can. I mean, it definitely looks like they can, Bryce Young or no Bryce Young. I think it's also Tennessee defense gaining in confidence a bit here. So, Mm -hmm. We'll see. Shout out to Tennessee. Told you it might be the fourth best team in the country a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, 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 blind squirrel? Probably. Uh, Steven Jasso, you guys think Ohio State will be number one next week? We touched on it early. I mean, I would put them number one. I I don't know that the polls will. We will um, – uh, we'll see. We'll see on Monday. Yeah, I think they deserve um, it. I think they deserve it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think so too. I really, I really do. I'm I'm interested where Georgia ends up. They were two last week. I wonder if they drop them down a little bit. Clemson's looking good right now. Well, USC's. I would I would. Go ahead. Oklahoma State. That was a big win today. I thought they were going to crap the bed. They were down early in that game and found a way defensively to pull it out the end. Still think if 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 Texas Tech's backup quarterback wasn't playing, that I I worry that could they won that game, but it's going to be a big. I mean, right now, I mean, I wouldn't move Tennessee. I would move Tennessee up to like six. The I'd problem is in the, a, in, the, in the AP, in the yeah, in the AP though, it's just it's tough to move when people don't lose, right? Yeah. It's like I know. Can you really like, who, move who, Ohio who, State who, to who one? Who would win right now? Who would win between Tennessee versus Oklahoma State? Tennessee versus USC? Tennessee no, versus when Clemson, we do Tennessee okay, no, Michigan. no, that that's no exactly. I, would, I think no, Tennessee Aaron. wins it all. 
that is why when we asked that question about who is fourth best in the country, that's how I landed on Tennessee was that exact mental exercise, right? Like, okay, head to head, who would we favor? And outside of the top three, you would favor Tennessee over any of those teams. And that's a bit interesting. Has there last thought of the night, has there ever been a national championship winning quarterback that looks less like a national championship winning quarterback than Josh Heupel. <laughs> I mean, it is unbelievable. If you saw him and asked what, like there is no earthly way that you would think that he was a quarterback that won a natty. Look at this stream right now. Look at Aaron Murray. Okay. That's what a QB one looks like. Josh Heupel. I got to give you love here. Holding it down for the big boys. You could tell he was always an O lineman in spirit. And now he's got this incredible offense just threatening and hey, cutting up everybody throughout the country. Five million dollar contract got a raise, one million dollar raise this offseason. He goes and beats Nick Saban Alabama this weekend. He, <laughs> he he made double he made double in salary this offseason. Dude, just as Gus, Gus Malzahn. That's how Gus kept getting the extensions and the raises, dude. Just yeah. beat Bama. Jimbo, you that's get all you doubled. Jimbo, that's all you had to do, dude. You know Tennessee's um, yeah, got no, money, I mean, man. Yeah. You double that man's contract. Well, and, and and they've got that special combination of money and a fan base that feels like they are finally getting to the promised land after 20 years of wandering the desert, right, of just being shit on. And, and these are all fans. Like, the people who would have money now would be, what, around 40 years old? So these are fans who grew up with Tennessee being dominant and in young adulthood have had to eat shit for about two decades now. And now they finally get a sniff of being back and they've got money and they can use it now to be more effective than ever. They desperately don't want to lose it. Yes. Like Tennessee is dangerous because of that. Everything's kind of lining up for them. And then as as far as Hypel goes, he's just going to have to prove to be able to keep this going post hooker. Uh, can you do this with the next guy? And that's, you know, that's a really big question, but that's not a question for today or even this year. For this year, Tennessee fans need to love this ride, enjoy this ride, and just see how far this ride ends up uh, ends up going. Um, what is the opening spread for Tennessee, Alabama? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. I like that. I like that. What the fuck? Yeah, right? Like, we're smashing Tennessee there, right? I think so. I like um, that. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I want to take those down. That has, no, no, no. That's It's down to eight and a half. Okay, okay, okay. So, that opened up, and it immediately moved. <laughs> You're like, okay, dude, I'll out. definitely take that, dude. Damn. Oh, uh, damn. I would have jumped on that at ten and a half in a heartbeat. Damn, that sucks. I was too slow. <laughs> Uh, all right, Aaron. Great job, man. Um, how was Athens today? I didn't ask. How was tailgating the whole deal? All good? There's a reason why my eyes red. Uh, no, it's a great time. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> it looks like looks like a good time, dude. Look, a little eye drops after you doing. You know, it goes a long way. Dude. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dude. Everybody relax. Uh, well, hell yeah, man. Um, okay, check it out. If y'all enjoy this, if you're in the chat right now, thank you so much. There's so many new faces in here. We love having you here. Whipmaster, Logan, Jay, uh, you got Jay Cash, Kirby Pfizer holding down as always, Hal Juban, Mr. Dragon Slayer, Rich Lights, all y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe to the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Um, subscribe to the pod. That helps a lot. Uh, rate it, review it. That helps the algorithm push it. And um, 
yeah, we we love y'all, and we will be back on Monday with a brand new edition of Snaps, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. Again, thank you to FanDuel, promo code SNAPS. If you just sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook app, thank you to Papa Colin Cowherd and the Volume Sports Network, and thank you to our wonderful producer, Mr. Ryan Brumley. I'm going to go see if Lindsey Pellis is actually at Radio oh, Bar. Uh, y'all have an excellent night, and we'll see you on Monday's Snaps. The volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your 5-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.